This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Good morning, Glory. With uh, sound advice coming up pretty soon with Jack Johns. We're going to do the best of the 90s, both uh, UK and the US, but it's time for Slice of Denon. Denon, today you talk probably the biggest superstar in rugby league. Oh, mate, I think uh, a lot of people don't really appreciate Latrell Mitchell is still the number one superstar. Where he goes, when there's fan days, everyone wants a photo with Latrell Mitchell. Still only 25 years old. It's unbelievable. It is absolutely mind-blowing. I got to sit down with Big Trelly Mitt uh, a while ago, and we, we talked about him coming through the grades. And look, I'm really forgiving at clubs, you know, missing certain players. Like, you just never know what they're going to turn out to be. But missing a guy like Trell Mitt, I mean, he does stand out quite a bit. He is a striking physique. Uh, and what he can do with how big he is, it's... Um, it seems quite obvious he'd be good at footy, but he talks about potentially being at the Newcastle Knights. So who spotted you when you were 15? So I was, I got not, because my dad, like I said, he went to Marsland and then the, like the school, like, I don't know what, he was, must have been a teacher there, but he yeah. went up to the Central Coast because he's from there and he was just, he was like the, the big, like, manager up there and he said, oh, I'll bring him down and, you know, we'll give them a crack and see how they go. And it just went from there. But I moved away at 15. So where'd you move to? To Central, Central Coast? Coast. Where we? I was going to Brisbane Waters yep. for about six months, I think, just for the... Uh, so you just Matt's. went there for school, really, and footy? Yeah, how Matt, yeah, yep. how Matt's sort of gig. And um, so, so was that the Knights? Was it not with the Knights? Yeah, they were the feeder club of Central Coast and Tunes. Okay. okay. But then, yeah, yeah. Because um, I went to Newey and had a trial and I was playing 5-8 at the time, me and Brock Lamb. And, yeah. you know, Brock obviously got the, you know, Pick over me, but oh, bro, that's yeah, yeah, Brock Lamb, far out, yeah, yeah, filthy. Put, then they put me on the wing, and then I was like, "What am I doing on here?" You know, wing. playing five eight, you know, going through them all, yep. supporting the forwards, as you do as a halfback. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah, Brocky Lamb got out. I was like, spewing, bro. Spewing. Like, and every time, like, we go home, I'd go home and play group three or something. And me and him, oh, <laughs> we'd always do it. You know, he'd <laughs> yeah. play for Maitland. Yeah, and I'd be group three, and we, me and him would just be into it. You know yeah, yeah. that's like, mad. So when when Yui picked, um, like, essentially chose him over you. Yeah. What did did you have the option to stay and play or that no, was no, like, nothing. That was it. Cut. You know how you just go like go for a day. You yep. know you, your name's there. You can go right oh sweet and have a go. Yeah. And if you stand out, they'll pick you. Yeah. And then I thought, oh yeah, I'll, I'll have a crack. And then and nah. I thought nothing. I was ah oh, no, you know another letdown. Yeah. Then I went over because my brother got sort of eyed off from the Bulldogs, and then because he had his injury at the time with his ankle. Yeah. Um. They said, oh, I will we'll give your little brother a crack. And I said, I had a crack there and played yep. pretty good and I was going alright and. And nothing still. And so the doggies. Yeah, nothing. So you've right. got nice doggies. Yeah. Did you get deterred at all? Like, were you kind of like, because again, you're you're a generational talent. No, oh, I was, okay. that's what I was sort of questioning. And then I, got, I said to dad, I said, I don't know what I want to do anymore. And then he yeah. said, give one more, like one more opportunity with, you know, this, the Central Coast team. I know they're not gonna, they're not as big as you know the Bulldogs and you know the NRL clubs. Yeah. Juniors, but I think you know you can sort of shine there. And I think that when I went there, I was just like, oh. And then I started making a name for myself. Made 16's origin, you know, with Brock Lamb and Cogger, yep. Jack Cogger, all them boys, Jesse Ramian, yep. you know, all them boys. Um, and then I was playing fullback at the time as well. So 
it was just you know it sort of started a fit and then yeah I, I think it was I played the Roosters one day and I scored three tries at Henson Park mm. and SG, uh, at Hal Mats and that was it then I just went from there and um, so the Roosters saw you playing yeah. and they picked you up yep. Yep. And then, far out that's crazy to think that you know two teams two NRL teams basically didn't even have a development spot yeah. for you because yeah. like people that are listening it, you basically you've got a big development squad then you've got the elite squad usually yeah. this is what was the Broncos development is like decent players that um, you know might be able to make it and like someone like you should definitely make at least that yeah. and then you've got the elite squad which is like your throbbers that are like yeah, pretty much going to go straight into the first grade school when they leave school. Yeah. And so you couldn't even make either of those ones at those two clubs. Nah. Well, I think it was a bit different because obviously being a country boy and you know not having the connections like some city followers would have, you know what I mean? Like They know who they are. Their dad would know someone that knows someone, you know yep. what I mean? And that's how it was. I knew no one, you know what I mean? Yep. My dad knew no one. Okay. And it was just like, well, I've got to give us the actual, you know, I've got to work harder than everyone else, you yep. know what I mean? And that's how I used to think. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Yeah. Um that hurts. There's been a number of players over the years uh, that slipped through. I mean, GI went to school at Gateshead High. Now, he was at the time uh, in the system at Melbourne, but when he's in your hometown and he's going to a school in your area, you just put a fence around him and say, no, you're going to be ours when you negotiate at the other end. It's one of those things at Newcastle. It's a bit like New South Wales. We've got a lot bigger pool of players, so you've got to be clever in who you pick. Mm. Um, you know, it's Queensland. It's easy to whiten yet identify as far as the pool of players. Gordon oftentimes says, you basically got so many to pick from, it's hard to pick the right blokes. That's the case with Newcastle. It's funny you mentioned Brock Lamb and, and Jack Cogger there. You know, I've been really critical in the last 20 years how our halves in Newcastle were being coached. And I cannot tell you how many young halves have been earmarked to say, those guys, that guy, they're going to make it. They just didn't come through. I mean, Jack's gone the long way around, Jack Cogger. He left the Knights... Uh, went to the Bulldogs, ended up going to England. Now he may be heading back there. But, uh, you know, you've got Zach Hosking, Josh King, Hudson Young, so on and so on. Boyd Cordner as well. I think Boyd Cordner. Yep. Josh Jackson. Josh Jackson. Nick Meaney. Nick Meaney. Was Inglis in the Newcastle? Uh, he was, He was. Um, yeah, he, he was in the Newcastle. He was the Melbourne system, but he went to school in Newcastle. Yeah. There's just been a, there's been a mile. I think a, a real interesting point that Latrell made, and, and look, I, I'm not fully in the, the camp of like, oh, it's all just about connections or whatever. But even myself, when I came into, you know, first grade, I did sense, um, as in not first grade, as in when I started playing rugby league, I did sense this kind of, because I didn't know anyone and no one had any history on me or whatever, there was almost extra work that I had to do to yeah. prove myself as a footy player. Whereas when you do have, whether it's a father, a mother or friends or whatever that, you know, can go to a recruitment officer and say, have a look at this kid. Yeah. It really does change, I guess, the environment in which a guy like Latrell is going to walk into where he doesn't really have the same even playing field as a kid that is known to the recruitment for the last four or five years. Mm. Um, and as I said, before, you know, before I started my, my footy career, I would have said, no, there's no such thing as that. They pick the best players all the time. That's not true. It's, it's really not true. Yeah, and I mean, Trell improves that. I remember my, it took me ages to get a start at the Knights because one of the recruitment blokes, when my old man played, the old man knocked him out in the game and so he hated my old man and so said he wouldn't pick me. Oh, my God. With Joey, he didn't have a choice, I suppose. <laughs> right, no, boy, that was, that was awesome. It was awesome. Disappointing, Denim, but it was a great interview. <laughs> now it's time for Maddie's Top 10. And today, Top 10 pub meals is judged by an English traveller from Manchester. Here we go. Now, controversial. Number 10, 
And this is where he really lets himself down. Thai beef salad. Now, guys, (laughs) you don't go to a pub and have a Thai beef salad. It's it's normally below par a Thai. Like, Drenched in the yes. uh, in the dressing, and you're like, oh, yeah. like the. That's yeah. If you get it in a, in a nice little Thai or Vietnamese restaurant, fantastic. Yeah. But mate, I tell you what, when you, I tell you what I love at Thai restaurants is the fish curries. Oh yes, pla chu chi. Mm. There you go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you are the, you're a man of the world, Matthew. I Very am. cultured. And then, yes, that's right. Uh, number nine, nachos. I will say I like that when you're sitting down, you're having a bet, and it's sort of sitting in between you and a mate, and everyone's having a little. I do like that. Nachos is very uh, social mm. uh, food. It can be dangerous. Can, absolutely, especially in a pub. Particularly well, someone's got COVID in the circle. Yeah. Yeah. In, a, in a pub, in a pub setting, it's normally corn, corn, corn chips and cheese. Yeah, yeah. Well, a little sour cream, avocado. A lot yeah, of, well, yeah. Lot it's lot those additions. A lot of loose yeah. stuff. A lot of things that go wrong. Yeah. The old, uh, you end up the old Onusus like it's wizard sleeve by the afternoon. You go too much of it. Number eight, bangers and mash with gravy. Yeah. Now, yeah. I'm not for this. I, I've got a phobia about mashed potato. Don't yeah. like it. And peas. What's, yeah. what's the phobia around? Like the, the... My, my great-grandmother's cooker for me. used to have the big lumps in it. It's all about oh. texture. <laughs> <laughs> How long we got to give her? One minute. Number six, beer-battered fish and chips. That's Classic. a given. Given. Number five, burger with the works and chips. Given. This one, I've gone off this. It was a staple, but I'm not with it now. Salt and pepper calamari. I don't know why. I don't know what happened. Mm. Yeah. yeah. This means crumbed calamari. Yes. Thanks, good. But it's, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what. I don't know. understand the salt and pepper element. Now, this one is specific for pubs when you're having a bet and had a few bit. Potato wedges with sweet chili and sour cream. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. It's okay. Again, um, social. Uh, chicken schnitzel, <laughs> parmigiana number two. Course. And number one, Scotch fillet, surf and turf with veggie and chips. Swap them. Swap them. Yeah. No, no way. Nothing beats well, a Scotch fillet. No, well, nothing. It's an idiot one. Write a letter to the guy from Manchester. <laughs> we'll take a break, critical out, and switch the after break. <laughs>